Hey friends, and happy almost spring! Welcome back to another episode of We Read It One Night, the podcast where romance novels make two sisters believe in men again. Today, we're obsessing over Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez, this small town age gap where the heroine is the older one. Magical book puts the capital R in romance. We seriously got the warm and fuzzies after finishing this. We're also excited to announce that our Etsy store will be dropping queer, cat lady, feminist, and Taylor Swift designs all this month, so don't forget to check it out. As always, leave us a rating and review while you're listening, and enjoy the show. Hi listener, Allison here. Since we forgot to flag it at the beginning of the episode, I wanted to come on and say that this book does have a big trigger warning for domestic abuse. If you or someone you know need help, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233, or text START to 88788. Now that information is only for if you live in the United States, but if you are safely able to, search out the resources in your own country. Um, I washed my comforter in the bathtub yesterday. Why? Actually, well, it just generally did a, had like a manic cleaning spree. And because I don't know how to wash it. Like it doesn't fit in my washing machine. And I guess I could have like taken it to a laundromat, but my car, I don't have a car anymore <laughs> after being hit. Literally, Houston, I can't explain. Like it's been a little bit better since moving to this neighborhood, I guess. It just feels less hostile. But like I swear, much like – it's actually funny because reading this book, I swear I had this I had this feeling before I read this book. You know how in the book they're they're like the town is sentient, like the sound the town gets uh-huh. what it needs. That's how I felt about Houston, except that it's like hostile, like it wants to kill me. Like, and I can't tell if it's like trying to warn me away before I actually write, or if it's just like trying to get rid of me by any means necessary. <laughs> like, I can't explain. Like, <laughs> we're talking about we've talked about listener Houston's horrible driving. Rachel, do you want to? Okay, so I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell this. Rachel can tell the story of the accident, but I'm just gonna tell you how Rachel presented the accident to me and so my family. Just, just just as a just as a quick just as a quick rundown on our move down here, we got rear-ended. And had to drive 12 hours with a duct tape bumper. Then on Valentine's Day, two weeks ago, my catalytic converter got stolen out of my gated apartment garage. Before that, your license plate got stolen. Yeah. And then last Tuesday, like literally exactly a week after the – or two weeks after the catalytic converter thing – I got T-boned by someone who ran a red light in an intersection, and now currently their insurance company is still trying to somehow give me a hard time, even though it's literally on video, and the police gave the other person like a tra- like a, a ticket for running a red light. Yeah. <laughs> like, Listener, anyway. I just want to let me, let me paint the picture for how Rachel let her family know that she had been in a car accident. So I was in New York at the time. I was talking. I was staying with a friend. We were just like chatting on the couch, and I looked down at my phone, and all I see is a new message from Rachel that says, I – just got T-boned. LOL. And LOL. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) So I called her and she was like, she didn't pick up. She was like, can't talk right now with the police. Everything's fine. Like I get like two text messages. She's like, no one's hurt. (laughs) It's fine. Then she sends me a picture of the accident. And then she sends me, then she sends our family group chat a picture of the accident. (laughs) With no context. She listen. just – no, listen to me. She just sends a picture of our her wrecked car with, like, the whole front <laughs> smashed up. 
And our mom is like, oh my God, Rachel, like, are you okay? Like, she's not responding. Is she in the hospital? Like, and Rachel doesn't answer. Like, I, like, if, if I hadn't called you, if you hadn't like texted me those like five, that five word explanation, like we all would have thought you were fucking dead. (laughs) No context she sends us to the family group chat. I just thought the context, I just thought the context would be that like, Houston's trying to kill me. Okay, right, right, but that's the thing. Houston's trying to kill you. So the right the next like step from that is that Rachel is injured and is at the hospital. Do you do you see how that connection might have been made? <laughs> I wanted this lipstick from Ulta and I have no way of getting there. Really, I almost had a meltdown <laughs> that's the this worst morning. Part. Yes. I literally was like, I I'm in a position where I'd have to pay $9 to have it shipped <laughs> or walk three you can't miles. get it from, like, for- Amazon? Listen, I guess I, did, I actually didn't occur to me until I said that. <laughs> you can't free shipping. <laughs> but I want it today, and there is an Ulta that's 0.9 miles away, which I could walk, but that Ulta doesn't have it. And if I had a car, all of this would be moot because I would just get in my car <laughs> and go to Ulta. <laughs> <laughs> I also spent a long time this morning like sleuthing out this lipstick out of spite because there's this like I saw it on TikTok this girl was wearing it and uh-huh. I tried to ask like what is it but like whatever she didn't respond which is fine like you don't have to respond to every comment but then I was like going back Bitch. through the videos no but like she wears it a lot and like the <laughs> other people have asked and I finally found one where she responded and she was like oh it's it's from Urban Decay it's like right that doesn't help like there's right what's the fucking shade but I was literally like at that point I was like I'm fucking getting this like you can't get this from me <laughs> my god it's urban decay oh god i already forgot what it was called wow are you gonna leave her i I figured out i figured out i don't know i'm gonna tell you i figured it out because it was the liquid lipstick like in one of the videos she was putting it on and you could tell that it was like the liquid one like you could see the bottle so it's like literally like clue number one wow it's um vice lip bond glossy liquid lipstick in raw footage that's the color which is a merlot red wow yeah. That is a horribly named thing. Vi- raw footage has absolutely nothing no, to do really is. with the, the color other ones red. Is literally, is literally like a rose pink and it's called PDA, like PDA oh autism. Oh my God. <laughs> Not PDAs and public displays of affection. Oh, I guess that's okay. Are fine, you? T- <laughs> <laughs> I think it's this. I think it's what I Listen. said. I don't think it's what you said. So speaking of like another car accident, this is um, – it's going to take a little circuitous route to get there. But like I promise like this is car accident related. So our cat Addie, our fat cat, is so fat that she can't clean her butt properly. Um, like she can't – like poop gets stuck on her butt. She can't get it off because her belly gets in the way. So she had a bunch of poop all over her butt. And she resisted all attempts to have it wiped or cut off like I locked myself in the shower with her and basically sat on her and she somehow managed to get away because like she's that powerful so we finally called a groomer and we called this mobile groomer and she came it was like this elderly woman in her van and Mm -hmm. she took Addie and she was like it'll take me five minutes (laughs) and then she brings her back and Addie's entire butt is shaved Addie got a sanitary groom. That's what it was. Absolutely. Her butt. So it looks so stupid. And it's so funny because when she has her (laughs) tail down, like the the shaved portion is wider than like her tail. So like there's just these like landing strips on the side. 
And this oh is car God. accident related because it took this woman about five minutes to, she trimmed her nails too. And I was like, oh, you didn't have to do that. And she was like, it's for safety reasons. Like I can't clean the cat's butt before trimming its nails. And I was like, mm. fair enough. <laughs> but then she proceeded to tell me, she A, proceeded to tell me about how she got robbed at gunpoint what? in the middle of the pandemic. Because I was like, oh, do you have change? And she was like, no, I don't carry cash because at the beginning of the pandemic, I was in Philadelphia and I got robbed oh at God. gunpoint. And it was, but it was like such a, like, she was like, the guy comes and he was just like, I just, I'm sorry. Like, I really don't want to do this. Like, I just need to feed my kids. And she was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't have any cash. But she's like, if you need to feed your kids, like, I have granolas and like fruit snacks and like water bottles in a box, like in the front seat. And then he was like, oh my God, thank you. And so he just took the box. Wait, and stop. left and she was like and he was gone in a second I didn't even see him disappear <laughs> um, so like he really did like he just wanted to feed his kids oh but God. then she told me I I want to emphasize it took her five minutes to shave the cat's butt and we spent Absolutely. another 30 minutes Absolutely of her telling did. me these stories and the other thing was she was like well I also just had to get a new van and she had one of those big like Mercedes like you know like people that live the van life like those yeah, vans that people get Absolutely. And she's like I just had to get a new van because this woman totaled my van like she like hit me in the car apparently oh hit her t-bone like exactly like you like the front of the car and hit her so hard that like somehow shoved the engine into like the axle and apparently like once the axle of the car is oh fucked no. like the car is done so like there's no repairing it but she was like and this woman was on her phone the entire time and like we both pull over. I go up, knock on her window to be like, are you okay? She's talking on the phone. She won't roll down the window. And like, you know, I'm on the phone with the police. I'm like, do you need an ambulance? And she's like, yes, yes, go away. And she's still on the phone. And then like the ambulance shows up. This woman's still on the phone. She won't hang up. The police show up. The woman's still on the phone. And the police are like, ma'am, can you like hang up your phone? Like we need to ask you a few questions. And she won't hang up the phone. <laughs> and she's just sitting on the ground she won't hang up the phone and the officer apparently like just squatted down took her phone out of her hand like hung up the phone call and was like okay we're gonna ask you a few questions and then you can go in the ambulance and then afterward he was like so like you know he was telling the groomer he was like yeah like don't worry like you're totally like you know she's totally in the wrong because she was on her phone when she hit you mm-hmm. and the groomer was like how did you know that and he was like because you called us 10 minutes ago and she'd been on the phone for a half hour uh- and like, <laughs> he's like uh- i saw like i <laughs> um Jeez. anyway some why this woman has lived a wild i mean i guess like when you're a mobile cat That's groomer like really insane yeah um, so this book is called Part of Your Worlds by – what's her name? Abby Jimenez. Is it, Abby Jimenez. Is it boldly supposed to be kind of like a um, Schitt's Creek one also? Oh, I don't think so. No, because – so this is like very like – Abby Jimenez is always like – all of her books are very much like pro, like rural life, like rugged, like simple – you know people or whatever mm-hmm. but well just because the girl the main character's name is alexis that's also what made me think it and so is the girl oh, i don't think so this felt very in line with like all the so this is her abby jimenez fourth book and it's her first book in like a new series and abby jimenez is like my favorite contemporary author like i read this book first mm-hmm. last year and i was like God damn. And then for some reason, I didn't read the rest of her books. But then I finally did, like, a month ago. And it was fucking great. Is Derek and Lola, like, an earlier book? 
yeah so abby she has like an abby jimenez like cinematic universe and like i there are so many references to the previous books but so nikki slash lola is she's like it's funny she's like the the other woman character in the the second book the happy ever after playlist and like I remember I was reading that book and I was like, hang on, like this name sounds really familiar. Like, I feel like this is like the name of the like heroine's brother's wife, like in part of your world. Like, why is she like the villain of this? But then like, it's, you know, she's like humanized and like, it's not, it's actually capitalism. That's the villain. Okay. So that's just so weird that they're not an earlier book. Well, Nikki is. So like you get the closure on her story. Like she's a big character in the other book. But she's not – it's not – their romance isn't the plot. No. So this book has what is pretty unusual, I feel like, the age gap in the oh, reverse yeah, direction. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a 10-year age difference. 37 and 28, and the woman's 37. She's a hotshot doctor. Yeah, but her family, like, sucks. Like, basically – and, okay, this, like, really – I just really had to – is this based on, like, an actual family? Because I just, like, fail to see how you can – like, the idea that, like, you would simultaneously be an actual working doctor, like, working literally 80, 80 hours a week and, like, be able to do all the philanthropy things that they're expected to do is just wild. Like, I don't know. And also, like, the fact that she's supposed to be even – okay. So, like, when she's going to become a chief of emergency, she's like, I'm going to be working 80 hours a week. But, like, I was under the impression that, like, regular emergency doctors <laughs> – like, if you're at a hospital, you're already working that much. So, like, how does – she has so much time to just, like, randomly go to this, like, town two hours away. I don't know. She Listen. just off, I guess. I don't know. Well, okay, no. so set up like, very much book. not how that works. All right, <laughs> but she owns the hospitals. So it's fine. Well, sure, but you would uh-huh. think. But then, like, why okay, is she okay, working? Okay. So she has. Okay, so the setup of this book is that Alexis, our our heroine, is a hotshot doctor, and her family is essentially like the Vanderbilts of me- the medical community. Like they're like the Kennedys. They're like the big names and they've like been working at the same hospital for like 150 years like basically like she has a super important family legacy to uphold her dad is a piece of shit her mom is an enabler her twin brother Derek is fine but he does abandon her to move to Cambodia to be with Nikki Sloan's Nikki slash Lola Simone pop star and yeah that's the premise she's, she's like and she's like all the rest of her family were surgeons and she like became like an emergency room doctor and so like she's already a disappointment to her shitty dad and her dad like sucks yeah it's like a surge of straight up abusive <laughs> yeah she's on her way back from like a family funeral when she swerves to miss a raccoon which yeah how'd funny. you feel about this rachel it was funny listen and the good thing she didn't hit it and, she's, and the like, raccoon the makes an appearance throughout like at one point like the hero carves a little wooden raccoon for her oh. <laughs> as a present <laughs> <laughs> yeah and she's stuck in a ditch calls a tow truck but like instead this random man shows up in a truck and he's like right the tow truck driver is drunk so i'll pull you out and his dog is like licking the glass his dog yeah, like jumps out of the car like, she's so like hello we find out that she's recently like gotten out of a relationship she had, like a seven-year relationship she wasn't like technically married but like they own a house together and yeah with like neil who was like head hot shot doctor at the hospital and she ends up like going to the local like bar or whatever to get food and running into the man again like his friends are like betting on like what who can like get her to go home with them and he like which like makes them be really a, shitty he's a, like a later, good man but, tm he's a good he man tm because he doesn't and, like, take the bet her yeah 
But he doesn't take the bet, but then he still, like, offers to split the money with her. It's, like, unclear where that would be coming from because he didn't, like, agree to it. But she comes up and, like, tells him – or he comes up and tells her, and then she's like, okay, well, I can, like, pretend to leave with you, and then you can win. And we'll, like – and he's like, we'll split the proceeds or whatever. Yeah. Throughout this whole interaction to her and, like, with his friends earlier, he's like, I got to get home. I got to feed the kid. So you think that, like, he's a single dad. He's, like, a hot single dad at this (laughs) point. then it turns out (laughs) – the it's kid the baby, is a goat a it's a baby goat, goat <laughs> named chloe yeah <laughs> and he's oh, also like the mayor and like, of the town yeah and i frankly think they should have just made the goat the mayor or kevin bacon the pig there's a lot of yeah. like punny animal names that's another mm-hmm. thing that i love that abby jimenez does like her first book there's a yorkie named stuntman mike which Absolutely. i discovered is actually the name of her dog like she has a yorkie named stuntman <laughs> mike and she just like made him a character Absolutely. she also does she puts a lot it's really so she also owns a cupcake business she was like on the food network i think she like oh, won wow. some sort of food network show like a competition show and she has like a cupcake but business it's called nadia's cupcakes and and if you were wondering, in this book, the few times that Nadia's Cupcakes is mentioned, oh. she does this in every book. And I remember I, I read – so I read this one and then I read her second book first. And at the end of the second one, like the heroine is pregnant and she's like, oh, I'm craving Nadia's Cupcakes. And I'm like, is this something that I'm supposed to know? And then like I looked no, it up. I, I was like, honestly, I respect it. Like yeah. plugging your Wait, own business we- in every single one of your books. I ex- Can we try I them? Respect it. Is it like the I think so. I think it's in, like, national. Minnesota? No, I think no, she wait, has. Why is it it's like a national. Nadia's. Why is it called Nadia's cupcakes? I don't know. I didn't dig too deeply into this, but I just think wait, it's. Wait, Nadia Cakes, <laughs> Houston, Texas. Yeah, Nadia Cakes. Uh, well, if I had a car, I would probably go check it okay, out. Okay, well, <laughs> when, I, when I'm in Houston, we can go. Uh, wait. Oh, okay. You, you, it's shipping. So it is just in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. But they, do sh- they have three locations in Maple Grove, Minnesota, Woodbury, Minnesota, and Palmdale, California. Oh, that's another thing that I didn't like real. I, I was trying to figure out what city. At first, I thought it was like Seattle because it kept giving like Grey's Anatomy, like Memorial Sloan yeah, Grey or whatever. Yeah. But then I realized it was in fucking Minneapolis, which makes no sense. Okay. So like he runs an Airbnb. Like the whole town is basically closed because it's the off season. Like they're like a tourist town by the river. It's closed because it's the off season. Totally makes sense. However... When you consider that it's off season in Minnesota, like they should, I feel like they should be covered in like seven feet of snow at all times. And like at one point when she goes for the vacation thing, she's wearing like a spaghetti strap dress in like March in Minnesota. Like what? I'm sorry. That doesn't, it's It's either Minnesota or not. Well, yeah, in Minnesota, Allison. How is it in Pennsylvania right now in March? How is that for you? It's like 60 degrees. 60 degrees, but it could very well snow. Like, right. And that's not Minnesota. Like, listen, okay. see, I see how you paused there. And it's because you saw your argument falling apart in no. front of your eyes. Why would you? And you would it's wear spaghetti straps. You would wear spaghetti straps. Oh, you no, want to know what it's, it's like? Been like if they were Allison, like 70. You want to know what it is in Minneapolis right now? High of 39, low of 17, snow on the forecast almost every like every other day this okay. week. Okay, well, there's a shit ton of snow on the West Coast right now. Los Angeles is getting snow. This is You can't accept this as, as standard. Look up the average temperature for Minneapolis in March. Mm-mm. Rachel's typing. <laughs> uh, high 42, low 24. All right. Well, no, and I'm not criticizing it as like research because I'm pretty sure it seems like this. It seems like the author she lives, lives there. Right. So it's just like weird. What's in whatever. Maybe it's Don't like, you know it. what it is? The Maybe it's world. like how in the town no, gets like what in it Twilight. Needs. Well, that's yeah. true. How it's like in Twilight where um, 
like it's like 70 degrees that one day and Bella's like bundled up and everybody else is in shorts and a t-shirt like when you live there that long you're just like wait you have a lower standard of war <laughs> wait we have to try these cakes Allison they have one that's called the vagiode cake amazing exactly, it's a oh I think geode. that's I think that's what she got famous for maybe not specifically the vagiode but like the geode cake she had like one really viral yeah. cake oh okay and, okay. and that was a thing and like, something that's like a big thing I think it's yeah. It's she like created some like trend and like that's why I don't know whether oh. it was specifically the vagina cake, but she did something. It was something. That's what I like through my brief research. Really haven't dived that much. My knowledge of it comes from like when oh. she posts about Nadia cakes on her like Instagram. <laughs> so the premise of this town. So I think I mentioned I mentioned this book when we talked about um, the dead romantics. About I mean the dead romantics is like obviously explicitly supernatural because she can fucking see ghosts but like it's the same thing where like the town is like a character in like a slightly magic way and so like that's like this town it's called walk on i've never actually seen it written down even though i do own the book but it's funny because like in the narration it's it's like he's like he's like i live in walk on and then like the like narration is like he pronounced it walk on (laughs) and i was like that's unhelpful doesn't help me at all um but yeah so the town is like so like the the fall the reason she like gets hit by the she almost hits the raccoon and then she has to pull into town because there's a shit ton of fog and she's like Mm -hmm. i can't drive through this and both daniel and liz the bartender who's daniel's cousin um is like that's weird like we don't normally get fog this time Mm -hmm. of year like how bizarre and like Mm -hmm. there's like constantly like like random thunderstorms like just over <laughs> like all this shit like the town is just like fully yeah, magic I'm she, like, telling really you like this. I listen I get it and it's not just magical realism it is in fact what I'm living right now except instead but of a friendly town being it makes want to stay it's the opposite it's well like <laughs> it did say that this it is established that this town both gets people to stay and gets people to leave that like no, aren't no, meant no. to be well, like people who well no, it just lets them leave. That's how it's put. Yeah. It's not like it forces them to leave, it allows them to leave, whereas some people it doesn't allow to leave. Well, theory for for you and Houston is that because Houston is a city, right? It's a big metropolitan area, mm-hmm. it has more power. And mm-hmm. um it has more Fair power enough. and therefore it's more developed. Mm-hmm. And just as we see with animals, the more intelligent an animal is, the greater its capacity for evil. For cruelty. Like a, <laughs> a sign of intelligence is cruelty. So Houston is just such a powerful magic town that it has evolved into cruelty for people it doesn't like. Oh my god. What did I ever do? Sorry. It's you can move to, to walk on Minnesota. Is that a real place? It would help if I knew how to spell it. Wait. I have no idea. Yeah, no, is it Wagon? Walk on? I literally have no idea. Well, Rachel, I happen to have the book right here. I just did our – just reorganized the office, and now I have it hmm. right behind me. Oh, yeah. It's spelled W-A-K-A-N. Oh, what the fuck? Why does that Wakan. sound like a that sounds like a cryptid? Yeah, what can it does sound? It's well, I mean, the town is kind of a cryptid. Yeah, if you think that's about true, it. but not <laughs> like, like a sinister one, a friendly cryptid. Right, it's like a nice cryptid. There are yeah. nice cryptids, right? Like that's not cryptid yeah. is not inherently sinister. I think so yeah, like Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, is Bigfoot <laughs> and Bigfoot like... erotica unclear? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honestly. Listener, write in. Can you think of a friendly cryptid? Like, 
not even just a neutral one, like one that is like inherently friendly, a positive cryptid. Yeah. Anyway, so he is like, I'm going to make you a grilled cheese. And frankly, what? if a hot man offered to make me a grilled cheese, I too would go. Okay, let's let's skip forward. So they sleep. They end up sleeping together, and then she finds out that he's 28 and like freaks out and runs away. And runs away. Yeah, and leaves her shoe in like a right. like. There's a, it's funny. So like part of your world is like obviously the little mermaid like is a little mermaid yeah. reference, and like she's a redhead and like whatever. But oh, like yeah, there's so I many like that. Cinderella vibes in this, like yeah. with her leaving her shoe at the beginning, and then at the end he like appears on top of the staircase, like all dressed up, and it's like very like Cinderella. I know. Okay, so she leaves. She leaves. She freaks out. She leaves. He's really sad, boohoo. He, she comes back to his her apartment and her brother Derek is like waiting for her. They're twins. And this is when he tells her he makes her sign an he makes her sign an N, he makes her sign an NDA before he Stone tells cold. her. Stone yeah, cold. I like before he tell and unclear like really why, because like eventually the world finds out. I don't know. But before he tells her that he while he was in Cambodia on this like Doctors Without Borders thing, he got married to a quote Lady Gaga level rock star named Lola Simone, aka Nikki. Basically, this universe is Britney Spears, except that Britney Spears also exists in this what universe. Call, I mean, why not Lady Gaga? Like, she's Lady Gaga level. No, why because in terms Spears? of, like, her story is that she was, like, a teen pop star. She was, like, really fucked up. She had, like, a lot of, like, she had drug problems and mental problems and, like, her managers were, like, really abusive, oh. like, that kind of stuff. I was picturing more of, like, a, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Listen, there's just so many, like, pop stars like that to pick from, though. Um, and he tells her that he's moving to Cambodia to be with his wife, but that means that he's going to quit the hospital and he's like supposed to be the family, the big family heir. And so it's all going to be on her, which is even more shitty because as we said before, her ex, Neil, who was emotionally abusive, is chief of surgery at the hospital. And he's like, ironically enough, he's like 10 years older than she is, even though she's freaking out about a guy who's like, actually, he's like older than He's like 10 years older than her and she's only nine years older yeah. than Daniel. Well, that's what her best friend Bree yeah, is points like. Out. They, like they, well, they, nobody blinked yeah. an eye when like you started dating Yeah, Neil. they shut that down pretty quick. But it's like sucks because Neil works there. But like what I was thinking the whole time and I know – listen, I recognize that like in general this is a shitty thing to do. Like obviously this is like – this would be – like imagine if he was doing – if it, the positions were flipped and he was doing to her. But I was like literally – she's like, yeah, the hospital would lose so much in donations. Like it would be so shitty for them if I left. I couldn't possibly do that. I'm like, right. So you have a ton of leverage to be like, get rid of Neil. Like Neil should leave. Like I'm sorry. Like if she was like, I'm leaving unless you fire Neil. And I, I get it. Like I get that that's not – but like I don't know. I just – she doesn't yeah. even like consider that, which I guess makes her a good person, but also like – and I guess, okay, the fact that I Neil, think it's also because her dad, her shitty dad, like even though he's retired, like yeah. her parents still have a lot of leverage in the hospital mm-hmm. too and her dad really likes Neil, like yeah. they were helping together because, yeah. you know, abusive men stick together. So yeah. I mean she does realize the power of her leverage at the end of the book. That's like oh, her whole character. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, but the fact yeah. that it, it never even crosses her mind – and listen, I mean that is like a really – Except that Neil somehow still holds the power. Lawyer question for you. Like, would would that not open them up really easily to a huge, like, wrongful termination? Well, sure. But file. that's going to be – that sounds like – right. They could just uh, – what I was going to say is they could just, like, golden parachute him essentially, like, pay him off to leave. Like, yeah. But even if he ended up suing and they had to fight a lawsuit, that's still – like, the way she makes it sound, it's like they're going to lose, like, millions in donations. Like, yeah. it seems like they could still take that lawsuit from Neil and – and I guess like the publicity, I guess it would really depend on Neil. But I feel like if I was that hospital and that was the choice, like you would just be like, Neil, listen, we're willing to pay you like 
millions of dollars to just like go to another hospital Right, if that's what it came down, that's what would make financial sense for them. I don't know. Like, it's not yeah, like they would have frankly, to, like, really I don't throw think Neil would leave. I think Neil would fully be like, no, I'm a petty bitch and I'm not leaving. And he's going to, like, make the, a million dollars. And he's going to make the, like, the publicity stink or whatever that she wanted to get him Yeah. Fired. No, because yeah, he's sure. well maybe, loved. Like, sure, everybody maybe, loves him. Right. And maybe that's how it would play out, but, like, she doesn't I even just feel like that's exactly. It. Like, I just feel like she doesn't even, like, it's exactly how it would play out. You know what I mean? Like, jealous, low-level ex kicks out beloved, handsome doctor, well, chief of surgery. That she's, except that she's the Montgomery family. Like, except that she is the hospital. Yeah, but, like, her dad hates her, so he would take Neil's side. I know he wouldn't because it would ruin the legacy. Yeah. The one thing her dad would want less than Neil leaving is her leaving, you know? Yeah. You're right. But I think it's listen. It what happens at the end is way takes, better. Yeah, it ends up being good that she takes the high road, and I really didn't expect that like Neil at all like being redeemed even a little bit. So like, yeah, that made it. I don't know. I always struggle so much with this kind of brother plotline because, funnily enough, this is also yeah. the plotline of Twisted Games, um, which is like the sequel to Twisted Love about Bridget. Mm, like her right. brother is the yeah. heir, and uh-huh. he gives up the throne to marry for love, and like mm-hmm. she has to suddenly be queen. And I just like, I always, oh, I always struggle so hard because like on one hand, like it's like, yeah, he deserves to be happy. Like he can't live his life for like somebody else. But like on the other hand, I just feel like the brother is never remorseful enough. <laughs> like I just feel like the brother I always know. needs to grovel enough because he's really in both these situations really fucks over knowingly his sister. Like he's like, yeah, hey, I know that like our dad is super abusive and you just got out of a long-term relationship yeah. with your super abusive ex. Dad. He knows that the dad is abusive. Well, yeah, no, because she doesn't even really recognize that until the end. But yeah, but that's because yeah, she's like the primary. Well, no, and victim. and what really gets me is that she's not even like like she's like okay, fine if it's he's like you could leave too, and she's like fine if it's no big deal. Why don't you let me resign first and then you can leave? Which like should have been like he should have at least done that. Yeah, honestly, because yeah. I mean, and she could have resigned. Like she was like, oh, I'm looking for more jobs, but like honestly, she's rich and like she could have taken. She's super rich. Yeah, yeah, she could have taken a few months off or whatever. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm all cuz yeah, I'm always like I just I feel like the brother is never repentant enough. Like I'm listen, yeah. I'm happy you're happy, dude, but like you're really fucking over another person that right. like you supposedly like, Neil, love. <laughs> Neil is not quite the super villain that I was like thinking he was going to be. So like it's not like assuming that's part of Derek's information set that Neil like He does know. No, he knows about Neil. Her No, I know, I know, but like Brie and like Derek, in my yeah. head Neil was never going to be able to like like at the end, like he's a little bit like, I don't know. Yeah, which I don't know. Like I was picturing Neil as being capable of like a lot worse than what we see, and maybe he was, but like I don't know. Yeah, no, the brother. I know I was really like, no, I was really like anti Derek. Listen, I was like that yeah. is bold. Like at the very least, you should have held on. I yeah. was also really with Neil. I think that's like the whole point is that like he doesn't do like nothing that he like does is like you like point to it. I mean, like, it's it's like, it's horrible. Like, he's mean, but like, she can't, like, when she's like, he's abusive, and people are like, oh, what did he do? And she's like, he was mean. And like, that sure, sounds sure, like, sure. okay. No, and that's, so, like, that, that's not, I'm not trying to minimize it. I just mean, like, but the fact that by the end, I mean, I'm not trying to like, like, jump ahead. I just mean, like, the fact that by the end, he even like does go to therapy and like is like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, allegedly. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know whether I believe him. 
I would have, I would have, I would have appreciated a lot more if he wasn't like still trying to get back together with her. Anyway. Oh, did you catch yeah. a Taylor Swift reference? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was multiple. Where she's like, she's like like, Forbes magazine called us like our family, yeah. like the last great American dynasty. And then Taylor Swift wrote a song with that, with that name. I know. And that's what made me think like, <laughs> is that a real, is it based on a real family? Like who would it be based on? You know, like, is that a real story? I mean, maybe like a family. Cause like, like. I mean, Mayo Clinic also exists in the universe of right, this book, but I was right. imagining this is like Mayo Clinic, this hospital, like is that's the Mayo the family a thing. Well, that's my thing is like, is there a family? Maybe it's not named. I don't think it's probably named after them, but like maybe there's like a family that's like that. And we just like don't know about them because we're not in like the hotshot rich people medical community. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we don't go to like donation dinners. Like that's they're true. not necessarily people that like average Joes would know, but like they're, they're like still, still like, the elite. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Like the same way you don't know, like the CEO, all the CEOs of like the top ten, right, com- like right, companies right, right. in the U.S. But, but like other people other. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, no, definitely Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Swift, and I love the Prince yeah. Ride references throughout. I mean, we'll get to oh, that. Oh, like, I literally liked, throughout. I really so liked seamless, that. so seamless. Yeah, it was so good. Right, even the end of the book before the epilogue ends. With a Princess Bride reference, which I literally did not realize until I reread oh, this book. Really? I had never made that connection before. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, no, it's literally Happy so many. Like, genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So her parents still wanted to get back with the deal. Like her dad very much, like he's the one, he's the driving force, but her mom is like, her dad's enabler and it's like, just wants to yeah. do whatever to make the dad happy her dad's basically like you don't just give up on a seven-year relationship like just because yeah. he che- oh yeah neil, neil cheated on her cheated that's on why her. they broke up yeah and the dad's like well sometimes brilliant people make mundane mistakes blah 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 like yeah yeah and, and like initially everyone was on her side for like breaking up yeah. with him but like now he's like playing the repentant ex and like everyone's like well, and like they realized another chance like, like, so her best friend is brie who she went to medical school with and yeah. but like her main friends that she hangs out with are like Jessica and like whatever I forgot the other girl's name because they're because like they're Gabby. couple friends. But like, like Brie, they live in the same neighborhood too. Right. But why isn't Brie part of that? Brie is is like also kind of recently divorced. Was Brie she's like originally because she of it? hates Jessica and Gabby? Oh okay, fair. <laughs> she's not part of the group. But she's like I've never okay. liked them. Listen, <laughs> like they fair suck. Enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, my mom. My mom is all sweetness and light. Like, why is there always a nice one and a mean one? There are only two types of people, difficult ones and easy ones. They marry each other. And I'm like, right. It seems like your mom is shitty too, though. Like, I don't know. Her mom's an enabler. Like, that's what she realizes at the end. She's like, my mom is a victim just like I was. But, like, that doesn't excuse the fact that she's still allowed Mm -hmm. and continues to allow her husband. Like, the dad disowns Derek. He, like, fully, like, cuts him off. He's like, Derek is, like, dead to me. Yeah. And Alexis is like, you're going to let him do that to your son? And the mom is like, well, like, Derek knew what he was getting into when he married Nikki. And I was like, girl. Yeah. It seems like that was a The gift. mom does start going to therapy at the end, though. <laughs> that is, that's her character. Yeah. Yeah, like, did the mom cut? Yeah, it's just crazy. Listen. Um, also, like, okay, so her name's Alexis. It took me so long to figure out what the fuck her name is because, like, very – like, she has, like, five different nicknames. It's, like, Allie, yeah. Ellie, Lexi, Alexis. Ellie? I heard, I kept hearing Ellie at first, so that's why I was really confused. And oh, then I realized it was Allie later on. But, like, it's uh, bold of them to have, I only like, heard so Allie and Alexis. Different. Well, and Allie Lexi is, like, definitely, like, rich people name. Mm, like – Definitely Lexi, like, at some points. Like, I think Brie might call her that. So anyway, so they have a house. So Neil – so Neil, like, moved out of the house initially. But now he's, like – live with I, his son, who's, like, like, who's like, like 10 his, years older than Who's, like, 2022. 20, yeah. Who's 22. 
But he comes back and he's like, I want the house. I'm moving back into the basement. You're not capable of taking care of a property that big. He's like, it's it's close to work. I want – I like, it's close to my friends. And she's like, right, same. Like, what? <laughs> um, <Excuse me. laughs> yeah. But she stands up to him. She's like, you're not fucking getting yeah. the house. And this is after, like, I realized that, like, it's very much reinforced that, like, she's able to stand up to him now because she's gone through months of therapy that mm-hmm. has helped her realize that, like, that was an abusive relationship. Like, mm-hmm. she's already, like – completed most of the cycle in terms of like you know realizing what was going on but I do like that it's like I just feel like it's it's very much like the undertone is like it's also like very much a little bit because of Daniel because like she met like a you know she met like a nice man who's just nice and just like treats her well and there's like that background of like okay people can treat you like this yeah and can be nice yeah you know, but like from the very beginning, she's like, like Daniel would never work out because like he would never fit in at all, like with my family and friends. Like he literally yeah. lives in like a barn or whatever. But he also yes. has this like nice, really nice like Victorian mansion that is his family house that he's like currently renting out as an Airbnb. No, just a BNB. I wouldn't say it's Airbnb. Oh, sorry, BNB. Sure, sure. It's a BNB because he yeah. like cooks for everyone. Like it's it's really breakfast. You know, he does make them breakfast and like uh-huh. cheese boards and like frankly, if anyone knows mm. of a BNB like the one described in this book, I know with someone who it can cook mythical. as well as Daniel, right out of as a Hallmark movie. Yeah, like, I would love please. to go to that. Yeah, God, because like Daniel's fridge, all the food descriptions, mm. everything like. I was like, God damn. <laughs> I really want a giant cinnamon bun, like from Twilight. I need, they're like homemade. Yeah, I know. Listen. Okay, I anyway. Oh, I have all the stuff to make peanut butter blossoms. We all make that later. So anyway, so she had stolen his sweatshirt, which is like really – okay, it's described as having like manure and like straw stuck to it. I don't know, but she's been wearing it constantly. No, I thought that was her dress. Like Oh, maybe. Okay, okay. That makes more so sense. So she she was wearing like this fancy like Gucci vest that she had been wearing – dress that she had been wearing to the funeral. Mm-hmm. And then his dog who like loves her, his name is Hunter and mm-hmm. he is a former hunting dog because mm-hmm. – <laughs> And the dog like jumped on top of her and got like mud and straw all over her dress. So like when she was leaving, she like put on his sweatshirt yeah. like over it and then left one of her shoes in like the dog's poop pile. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but it's 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 so bold to have a hunting dog and then like put it in a shelter when it like can't hunt. Any- I don't know. That's just like should be illegal. It's so mean. And, and it's when also, I get that, like, otherwise, we want to spoil make- like the the like the yeah. It's because he's yeah he's deaf. Yeah, it turns he out realizes. he's deaf. Yeah, and because like they shoot right next to the dog, so it like makes it like the dogs go deaf, which is so god. If I already didn't like hunting, like mm-hmm. the fact that it may- they make the dogs go deaf and then they get rid of them, like I know, like, but as, that, like it really shouldn't be legal. Like think about it, like you should, like you're literally breeding this dog for this purpose, and then you're gonna make it someone else's problem. Yeah, like, it just doesn't. Yeah, because the sense. whole thing is that like Hunter doesn't listen. Like mm-hmm. he's like you know rowdy and like whatever. And Daniel's always like, mm-hmm. oh, why won't he ever listen? And then Alexis at one point is like, he's he's fucking deaf man like he doesn't mm-hmm. pay attention when you talk but like when you give him hand signals he knows mm-hmm. he's like oh okay yeah <laughs> no seriously anyway she's like um she has that horrible interaction with neil like whatever and then she like she calls the bar and then she asks for him <laughs> and she's like hey um i have your hoodie what if i came over tonight to return it wink wink and he's like yes absolutely because this man is already gone for her he's like i want yes please god and so she drives like two and a half hours to come talk to her to, to come see him and well, it's like a four-hour drive no. i feel like at one point it's they mentioned. Keep, at first they say two and a half hours and then it's like two it's four hours round trip oh okay yeah yeah 
And yeah, he like shows her the house. And okay, yeah, Tiffany lamps, which I associate with being so like I, I it's just so funny because like I I know what those are. They're like the weird like stained glass lamps that I associate with like yeah. so outdated and like just old people's houses. Yeah, and the fact that back. they're like now coming back is so weird. Well, it's just like really, it's just it's just it's just a different flavor of the like being a child and thinking that like all the only okay jeans yeah. are low rise jeans like. Literally everything. Yeah. Like, I guess if something exists, it's because it was in fashion at one point. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's I mean, crazy. Yeah. No, but I'm gonna the description of the inside of this house is like my ideal style. Yeah. I was like, I love everything about this. And we get like honestly, the biggest red flag about Neil, apart from you know the literal abuse, is the fact that he doesn't like antiques and he never mm-hmm. let Alexis buy antiques. I was like, huge, mm-hmm. huge red flag. No taste. Mm-hmm. No imagination. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and Daniel's also wearing a. This is another Abby Jimenez cinematic universe. He's wearing a Jackson Waters um, shirt. Who's like the the hero of the second book is a musician, and that's his stage name. Oh, so like he's wearing a shirt. Like okay, bring it all together. Absolutely. So they go to the drive-in, which is specially opened by uh, Daniel's friend, I think Brian, and they watch the Princess Bride, and that's how the Princess Bride references start. And she's like, yes. "Oh, you didn't have to like go to all this trouble, like." Like, I'm really, you know, this isn't like we're not dating, whatever. And he's like, well, you were driving so far. And while I'd like to say I could spend all 12 hours of your stay pleasuring you, I can't. So we're going to have to do other mm-hmm. things. And she just like fully, she's like, of course, of course. And like uses that excuse like, like later. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And he has this thought where he's like, I was glad it was a little cold because she needed yeah. me. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, but we can barely watch the movie. Like I have to remind myself, we got we to gotta, like have sex first next time. Got to get out of the way so we're not so yeah. distracted. It's a fully Edward and Bella watching like the biology mm-hmm. video moment where they're like, oh my God, I want to make out mm-hmm. with you. And this is a point that I realized, like, I feel like, like I said, like Abby and his books have always been sort of of like you know promoting like lower middle class like you know not well like more simple living but I feel like this is like her most anti-capitalist book yet because all of their problems boil down to wealth <laughs> like all of their problems is that she's too rich like basically like it all boils down to that and that he doesn't fit into her rich people world like it's it's the whole the hinge the the plot of this book hinges around like being anti wealth. Oh, I guess because yeah, because she anti hoarding wealth because she still fits into the like small town world. Yeah. yeah. So the next morning he gets a call from Doreen at the diner or whatever, and she's like, "Popeye didn't show up." And Popeye's like this old man that shows up at the exact same time every day. <laughs> so they have to like go make a house call, and he's like, "Oh, you don't have to come." She he doesn't even know she's a doctor yet. Like she hasn't yeah. told him anything. She, she let him she like tell guess. him his last name. Yeah. Yeah. She let him like guess and he didn't guess the right job um and she like goes in and immediately goes into like doctor mode and they help popeye and he's like wait how do you have makeup on i thought we woke up at the same time and she's like oh well i woke up before you and it's giving marvelous mrs mazel when she like wakes up to put makeup before her oh, husband yeah. wakes up and it's because neil would like tell her she looked bad and like wouldn't talk to her if she like didn't have makeup on and would like tell her she smelled bad or whatever yeah, so she goes and Alexis goes into hot doctor mode and Daniel is both turned on and intimidated. He's yeah. like, wow, I have never experienced this many complex emotions. <laughs> he also at one point feels like really self-conscious about his calluses. He's like, wow, her hands are so smooth. Yeah, but like, before I have calluses. that, she had had the thought. She was like, I – Yeah, she had had the thought. She tells Bree. She's like, oh my God, his calloused hands are amazing. And I was going to say, I can testify. <laughs> Just holding hands with like someone who has like warm calloused hands, top tier. 
phenomenal. <laughs> like you wouldn't expect it to be that amazing. But like I, one of my friends used to be like make cabinets. Like he used to be into like woodwork. Like he used to do woodworking for a living. So he had really calloused hands. Me too. Woodworking like Daniel. One of my friends, you don't know. Oh, him. Okay. Um, but like his hand was great to hold. Let me tell you, like really <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> can attest calloused hands then he's yeah <laughs> nice so then she leaves because she doesn't want to go to breakfast with him in public because she's like doesn't want the town to know which is like interesting because she doesn't really plan on like i don't know it's like his people but whatever and then popeye's like don't worry the town will get her back because the town always gets what it needs and i'm like yeah. is popeye like the country magic man mm-hmm. like i just that's the vibe absolutely <laughs> like, popeye is the country yeah, magic man. absolutely and she's running – she goes running with her, like, rich friend Jessica and, like, finally tells her – like, before she had only told her brother and Brie, her best friend Brie, about Neil. And she tells Jessica and Jessica, like, actually believes her, which I, like, didn't expect. Yeah. I was like, Jessica. And then, you know, Jessica very still quickly shitty. reminds you why she sucks. Yeah. But, but like, <laughs> she does least, believe her. At least there's this. Yeah. Yeah. We get – when she's like – she's like, oh, what did he do? And 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 Alexis is like, well, he used to tell me like right before we would go into like a party or something, he used to be like, you smell bad. And she mm-hmm. was like, towards the end, I was taking like six showers a day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did everybody – A, okay. So is this – this is either like a super common – I mean, I guess it's, it, w- it would be a super common o- occurrence in like emotionally and mentally abusive relationships. Or like did everyone just read that one Reddit thread? The like – like there's like a – a popular Reddit thread that I've seen many times over the years of someone being like, my boyfriend always tells me I smell bad. Like what's going on. And then it turns out her boyfriend exactly like Neil was like, well, my mom, my dad used to do that to my mom. Like and he told me to do it to like beat down your self-confidence. So you would stay with me. And I was just like, have you, like it's word for word. Listen, like that whole like example. I didn't example. think of this at the time, but you know, who's, who tells me I smell bad the most of anyone? Me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's only when you come back from like walking and you're sweating. It's not when you step out of the shower. It's when you're sweaty. Listen. <laughs> and I don't tell you it before we go into public settings because you don't you can't do anything about it. I only tell it when you're sitting next to me at the table and I'm going into sensory overload. <laughs> listen um and then so they get back from their run and neil's there with the cops and he's like i'm moving back in which is bold and i'm like and she like asks jessica to ask her like lawyer husband about like what they can do and i'm like don't you have family lawyers like what's the point of being the last american <laughs> dynasty if you don't even have a legal team you at your beck and like i don't understand anyway yeah. meanwhile daniel is also going through his own little trauma because his mom alexis who had him when she was 15 and no like, not alexis amber sorry amber amber had him when she was 15. Same whatever. That would be like some – that would be yeah. some Freudian like Oedipal shit if his mom was also named Alexis. Well, listen, whatever. Especially in a book. Didn't raise him. Like his, his grandparents raised him and Alexa, and Amber was just always like off on his own, on her own. I feel like it's like the classic like – I don't know. I feel like this character exists in a lot of like media. Like the mom – like whatever. Like the, the – it's either his sister or mom who's like yeah. always getting in trouble and they always getting bailed out. And she still owns the house though because the grandparents never changed their will before they died on the same day. Anyway, Alexis is like, right, so I'm selling the house. Because <laughs> um, yeah, his week. fucking grandparents like, next left week. it to her. I know. His, because And he was like, oh, well, I assumed they would have changed the will like when I was old enough. And I was like, why didn't they just – they didn't need to wait until you were no, 18. they didn't. They could have just given it to you and right. then it would have been kept in like a trust and you right. wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> and that still would have been better than the mom. Although I think technically – 
even if it was in a trust, like there would be a trustee, right? And like technically the trustee could choose to like, like the trustee can choose to sell assets if it's, if a court determines it's like to the benefit of the minor. So like it could have been sold. I don't know. I know, but it's like better, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Make it someone that you, make it Popeye who would never sell the house. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like make it someone in town who you can trust. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's like, I want to open a bike shop with my new boyfriend or whatever. And he's like this whole time he's been running the Airbnb and like sending her like a big cut of it. And that's why she's been like kept happy. But this is about to end. And he's like, fuck, like I need a, I need to raise $50,000 for the down payment for yeah. the mortgage so I can buy this. Um, So he's like pay out a gig. He's like, but I have to open up the Airbnb in the off season, which like isn't even worth it. And this is this is when I wrote down this note. But I think they talk about it a little bit more later when Alexis makes him get like an Instagram and like start posting right. on social media. And I was like, and I just like, this is a common theme mm-hmm. in these kinds of books with small business owners refusing to be on social media. Right. And I'm like, what, like how you, I'm sorry. Like you, yeah. how else is anyone going to know about, cause he does woodwork. Like it's for both for the B&B, but also for like, he does like woodworking. And she's like, why don't you like post about this? And so you can sell them. And he's like, I don't murmur, murmur, murmur. I don't like social media. And right. Like, I don't understand all these small businesses. I don't. It's twenty twenty three. I don't really, understand why these people have their head in the hand. It comes down to misogyny. Like at the end of the day, yeah. right? Because like social media, like being an influencer, or whatever, people like to shit on that because it was mostly women doing it, and then they get stuck and they can't possibly like see how it have any value. To be fair to Daniel, he also doesn't know how to use the Uber app. Well, sure, sure. What I'm not saying that like having this attitude makes you a misogynist i'm saying that's where the cultural yeah. attitude comes from the same way that like yeah yeah like that's where the idea i feel like comes from i don't know yeah definitely yeah the same way yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things like that i feel like you see what's well, that quote that's like you like you paint a like a naked woman for your pleasure and then you put a mirror in her hand and call it vanity or whatever right exactly anyway men shouldn't <laughs> be making naked women <laughs> that's what i would like to say <laughs> Yeah. So she comes back down. They like, I don't know what, what much happens here. Like, oh, and they establish that he's a villager. That he's a villager. Oh, yeah, because they live like in a, a village. village. It it's has like a less than like a certain amount of people. But it's <laughs> funny. And then she's like, do you want to raid my village? <laughs> and I was like, she saw the opportunity and she took it. And I appreciate it. Yeah. And Daniel's like, oh, do you want to see me work? Or whatever. Like, like, car- like he, he shows her his carpentry. And she's like, Daniel, you know, I love watching you work. But I've got my country's 500th anniversary to plan, my wedding to arrange, <laughs> my wife to murder, and Gilder to frame for it. I'm swamped. <laughs> and that's like I think the first of many princess, or like the it. second of many Princess Bride references. Yeah, no, they've great. been like throughout but the they, whole book. It's Dan, great. They like audiobooks. They like reading. Um, they, no, she historical. doesn't read audiobooks. Oh, he, he likes, likes audiobooks. audiobooks. It's like a movie for your ears. And she's like, you know, I've never read right. an audiobook. And listen, I was very much like, yeah, Daniel's an audiobook boy. Mm. Yeah, because they like the same amount of books. Mm. But then later on, she's like looking at a pile of his books and she's like, oh, they're all like self-published. Like a lot of them are like self-published obscure history that like I like to read, but like other that aren't super popular. And I was like, and I'm supposed to believe this man primarily well, listens to no, audiobooks. Well, no, no, that no. is the bane of my existence. No, no, no. But that's why those are the physical books he has. Think about it. 
that's why those are the ones that are in physical. So it's actually she's making the wrong deduction. She's making the wrong deduction. She's saying that he mostly listens to these type of books when in fact this would be a small fraction because these are just all the right, ones. All right, all right. He mostly listens to audiobooks. Right. This is just the 10% that he's forced to read. All right, all right. All right, I'll yeah. give it to you. I was I was getting real steamed. I was like, it is the bait <laughs> of my existence when I see a book that I don't no. want to read and it doesn't have an audiobook do edition. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. The newest, you know, Kate Claiborne, she did mm-hmm. like love at lat like that. Her latest book, the audiobook isn't releasing until the end of the month and like it wasn't announced like her book came out last month and i was like only the ebook was popping up on library apps i was like what the fuck and like goodreads didn't show the audiobook and like finally now it's like you know i put it on hold at our local library but i was like Mm -hmm. if i were an author like i would demand an amendment to my contract that you get an audiobook. Said you had to have simultaneous audio and physical release. Like, I'm no. Absolutely. Not yeah. Doing it. No. I support that. So she's going on a weekend trip with Jessica and whatever the fuck the other one's name is. Gabby. Which you, like, oh, we're two <laughs> shitty friends, whatever. It's funny because Gab- Jessica was the one I kept forgetting. I remember Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> and the way that she doesn't know where they're going, like, they're just going on a weekend trip, a girl's trip. She did like whoever booked it did tell did tell her, but like she changed the plans without telling. Yeah, where she was going. and so they drive up the way that they're going to Daniel's bed and breakfast, <laughs> and like right, and she like freaks out. She like tries to text Daniel frantically, like not to, to pretend not, to not know her. She she goes oh through this God. whole thing. She's like, if they know, they're just gonna make fun of him, and then like it's gonna get back to the husbands, and Neil's gonna make it a joke. And, like, Jessica doesn't talk to her husband, but Gabby does. And, like, all this stuff. (laughs) And, like, I get it. I get it as far as, like, an abuse response. Like, she's, like, you know, Mm -hmm. taking this auto limit. She's, like, I can't handle that. Daniel's not going to be able to handle it. But I'm also, like, girl, girl, stop being ashamed of Daniel. (laughs) It's a little bit of a shame. Like, I know you don't think of it that way, but it is. It's shame. I know. And, like, in real life, if this happens to you, I feel like that should be the end. Like, from Daniel's perspective. Like he goes with she it. She does like, explain basically. No, like, immediately I know, after but like her, I feel yeah. like that's always the explanation. Like I don't know. No, that's listen. true. But he's gone for her. He's already like, yeah. that's my wife. I We're basically, done. she like <laughs> the dog hunter freaks out and like jumps on her and like breaks his table because he's like tied to it, right? And yeah. <laughs> like, no, he like pulls the desk. It's like at the the check-in. Desk yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gabby and Jessica are like bitchy about it, and so she pretends to have a migraine, which you know delegitimizes migraines everywhere but whatever yeah and so she like to get out of hanging out with them and she just hangs out with daniel instead and explains mm-hmm. she's like i had an i had a really shitty relationship and like mm-hmm. it would get back to him mm-hmm. if like they knew or whatever yeah, yeah. she also they have this whole Sorry, discussion I mean. about because she tells them that she's like hooking up with like a guy and they don't know that it's daniel but like they know she's hooking up with someone and they know mm-hmm. he's like a working man and the way that like Oh, they talk about – they were like, wow, like, Daniel's hot. Like, LOL. Like, I'd like to jump in his bed, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And But they compare dating a working man to letting a dirty dog in your bed. And then they keep calling it, like, playing with him. Like, oh, you can play with him. But he's, like, not the man you, like, mm-hmm. settle down with or whatever. And I was like, you guys are no, just the worst. Not even the, yeah, they're, like, talking about, like – like firing their nanny for like something yeah. yeah and how she cried like lol like yeah they're just like classic yeah. but like shitty and i just like i know alexis has she has a thought and she's like 
like I know they're not good people like they're my friends but like I see them for what they are and I'm like I don't think you do I don't think you do fully see them for what they are Alexis because they're horrible it reminded me it reminds me of in Holly Jolly Diwali like when she stands up to the people like being mean to the waiter or whatever or like talking like firing their cook yeah for like going to her daughter's birth or something yeah like (laughs) giving yeah (laughs) um so she just hangs out with Daniel instead like while they're out and about and they have sex and she's like wow it's great <laughs> with Neil. I hated the, the cleanup of unprotected sex. Oh my God, with Daniel, I'm like, listen, yeah, she's constantly having these thoughts of things. Yeah. She's like, wow, is this why people like sex? She's like, I have never had good sex in my life. Like, I've had okay sex, like yeah. I've come, but she's like, this is why people risk it all for mm-hmm. good sex. <laughs> it's like this. She has this whole like epiphany, <laughs> and his hands quote made me feel feral oh yeah i know they do go there yeah (laughs) oh my god i know there's a few there's a few like yeah i'm not even gonna i don't know oh we also get another previous book right the hero of the third book is um a lawyer and uh jessica is like remember that lawyer i tried to set you up with like and there's Mm -hmm. something in it that like you know that it's the same one okay nice i like all the little i like the like uh like cogent universe like you know the cinematic like, the abby Havetta yeah. cinematic universe. yeah 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 they're like tied together <laughs> <laughs> oh oh wait and they're texting and he tells her that she smells good like appropriate like he doesn't know about the neil thing he's just mm. like you smell so good and i was like oh Daniel. and then he tells her about neil she tells him about neil but she's basically just like he was really mean like he was like mm-hmm. bad and he's just like i would never be mean to you it's just a little puppy dog i do i do not like that she can keeps calling him a boy she's like oh i love this boy and i guess like it i guess it is a parallel to like i feel like a lot of times the hero is like oh i love this girl and we don't really think anything of it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but i was just like i felt like it was like a constant like because her whole hang up part of her hang up is that they're 10 years apart or whatever right. and like that's part of the reason they can't be together and right. I was like it's just kind of weird that you keep calling him a boy even though you're having yeah. sex with him and also he's 28 <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's listen his prefrontal cortex is all is all done cooking you know mm-hmm. like he's well, done hopefully yeah you never know she likes black coffee he likes yummy drinks there's always got to be like one and the other I feel like well, maybe not yeah but. I was like Rachel how do you feel about being a, her being a black coffee girl and, and so this is when they talk about like one of the books is the, that he just that he's reading is the great influenza by john m barry which i don't know yes. if that's a real one or not let's see or if that's made up no it's a real one look at that oh wow. um, have you read why you didn't read it for your no. <laughs> S project no it didn't have statistics listen i can get the story from wikipedia listen and he's like you know my great-great-grandfather saved the whole town from that by cutting down trees to block the roads keeping everyone in everyone out <laughs> they were pretty bad at him at the time but <laughs> like listen but when he died so i love no. it you know i love it we love him he's just like no, this is for your own good <laughs> okay influenza <laughs> it's great yeah and like the yeah. human chain with the blizzard yeah and he's yeah. the and he's just like her and so like the grants his family has been in the town since exactly the same year like that's when they built the house was the same year as her family started being at the hospital 125 years or something he's the last grant he's like why would i ever leave and so then like the the friends are back and hunter comes in with like a a live squirrel in his mouth and like causes a hubbub like daniel like fixes it whatever like yeah yeah that's when the friends are like i'm gonna leave a one-star review like we have to be honest like yeah he comped our stay 
So he's like losing money yeah. on them. They also get hit with acorns. Like they stand under these trees mm. and Daniel's like, that's really weird. It's the spring. The acorns don't usually come till yeah. the fall. Wait. So it's, Rachel, this is, this is an example of the town actively driving people <laughs> That's out. a great so point. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like the town is like, not for me, sir. Yeah. And like, listen. Listen, I understand that like a dog coming in with a squirrel and then the squirrel running all over the breakfast and like all of your stuff. And Jessica at one point is like, Gabby's Lululemon shirt is ruined. Mm. Like I understand that this would be traumatizing, but quite frankly, if this happened to me at an Airbnb, I would be like, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. And I would write a five-star review. Yeah. I'd be like, this is great. <laughs> this is the like, best thing I've ever I just seen. can't imagine like <laughs> – having that reaction it's the same way as like so when when the car hit me like my friend called 911 and apparently the operator like the first question well the first question was like is anyone hurt like whatever like are you safe whatever and then she was like are the drivers fighting each other like is anyone <laughs> is anyone physically fighting right <laughs> it's an important question <laughs> well, it is but like that's just, like I and I, I I'm trying not to like jinx it like to the point where, like, somehow I get in a situation where, like, that's – but I, it's just, like, so – like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just – Yeah. Like, the squirrel thing. Like, maybe if the squirrel thing happened and then the Airbnb owner tried to turn around and be like, well, you should pay for the I damage. Yeah, yeah, like, somehow. Like, maybe then I'd get fired up, but, like – I don't know. But honestly, even if he didn't comp my no, stay. No, no, no. I wouldn't like, expect he, like, to be at all. No, no. I no, that's the thing. Calm. Like, he he cleans everything up. Yeah. He makes them a new breakfast exactly. on the veranda. And they, like, act like, nice about it. They're like, thank you at the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, super nice. Yeah. If, they, yeah. if As long as the person was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. let me – I'll pay for the dry cleaning of your no, shirt. No, like you don't even really have to pay. No, no, I just mean like no, if no, they no, were like the that. table broke or something and they're like, you should pay for this. Like maybe, but like. Yeah. No. No, not at all. No, this this is this is a great story. This yeah. is a party story to tell for years to come. Yeah. This is great material. <laughs> Gabby's like people five stars on just our reviews. Oh, people depend on my reviews. Like I couldn't possibly depend yeah. on someone I can talk over. And but and he's Daniel has had nothing but five star reviews up till this point. Like never a yeah. single under. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Alexis yeah. is pissed. They try to hide. Alexis, like, thought she convinced them not to give him a one-star review, but then they, like, do it anyway because they're assholes. But then Alexis is like, I'm going to get productive revenge. Yeah. And she tricks – oh, Gabby, like, boldly asks for one of his recipes also before, while still yeah. trying to leave a five-star. Like, yeah, she, and he has, like, like, a like, laminated, like, card because I guess so many people ask yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. And so, so – so, Alexis is like, oh, like so weird. Like I stumbled upon across this his like workshop. Like so weird. You should come look at this. Oh, look at this furniture. Like three thousand dollars. And and he's just Daniel's like, oh, I was gonna yeah. charge like two hundred. Like what? And they're like, oh, absolutely, of course, yeah. Yeah. And, like, they both buy something. <laughs> yeah. Like thousands. He's like, what like, the fuck? And she's like, they're rich as fuck. Take yeah. them for at like charge as high as you want. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. And, the, and Alexis is like, yeah. She's like. Oh, Daniel's so great. What? I will say, so she's like, she like repeats what he told her about like the wood and the mm-hmm. projects, like back to them to like the pitch details. it. And what yeah. if there's like a carved horse or something that mm-hmm. he's like, she's like, see the color? Like it's made out of an old dairy barn wood. And like, it's that color because the ammonia from the cow's urine like stains it that mm-hmm. way. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but for me, that's not a selling point. No, it's if not. I found out. <laughs> That the wood had been stained by pee. I don't I know, know that I would want to buy it. But it, you could see how it'd be some kind of like rich people shit. Like, I don't know. I guess. Just for the like novelty I, yeah. of it. Yeah. Because even she's like, look at this white spot. That's where like the brackets were. Mm-hmm. So the pee could touch it. I just like. 
Yeah, no, it's. Good. I feel like, oh no, don't tell me that. Mm, it's give it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's clean, but like, I don't want to know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's yeah. like proof it was actually in a barn or some shit. I, I guess I don't know. And she's like, oh, like Daniel's. This feels so good, but it's not. I can't depend develop a dependency on someone who I could never have long term. <sighs> So she calls him because her power's out. She's like crying. She's like, my power's out. I can't make coffee. And Daniel like walks her through like how to go check the breaker and how to fix. She's like, I can't leave. Like I like the garage won't open. Mm -hmm. And he's like, pull the emergency thing. And she's like the emergency release. And mm -hmm. I know that it's supposed to be like a rich people out of touch thing that she didn't know that there was an emergency release. And like objectively, it is logical that there should there would be some way that you could manually open the garage. Yeah. But as someone who didn't grow up with like an auto with like a garage opener, like as someone who didn't get that until adulthood, mm. the last time the power went out in our house, Rachel, and neither mom nor I knew about the emergency release. Uh -huh. So we called the garage company and we were like, we can't get out of our house. And the operator was like, there's, ma'am, it's right there. There's a little emergency. So I didn't know about the emergency release. So I'm just saying Alexis is not, this is not as out of touch as you would think because yeah. I didn't know that either. Okay. So her parents show up to come golf, not to see her, but to go golfing with Neil. And once again, the dad's like, Whatever. And then the dad's like, you need to apply for a chief of emergency medicine. Or not just like you need to apply. Like you are going to be chief of emergency medicine. The, like old chief is retiring. And it turns out that the dad told Neil about Derek's – about Lola Simone. Like even though the dad also yeah. signed an NDA, which like I was expecting that to come back. This is – I guess this is what I meant by like I kept expecting Neil to be like even worse than he was because I was like, right, so is Neil going to like try to blackmail her into getting back together by like threatening to reveal that the dad broke the NDA? Like is it, that's what I was expect expecting. But whatever. Yeah. So she's so upset by this golfing thing that she like runs back to Daniel, like drives back to Daniel. And they basically decide that they're like exclusive. He's like, I want to be your boyfriend. Yeah, but they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. We have a, yeah. a mine moment from the heroine where she's like, oh, like I looked at him and all I could think was mine. Mm. I was like, yeah. <laughs> they play this grocery store game where they pick random ingredients and then they're to like make a meal from it. And I like how they just happen to pick all the things for League of Potato Soup. Like I the second that they said red potatoes and leeks, <laughs> I was like, I know where this is going. They just happened to pick <laughs> potatoes, leeks, and heavy cream and an onion. Like <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's good soup. I don't blame them. Well, to be fair, the other person is telling you when to stop. So, like, they, you can, like, plan a little bit. It's not totally spontaneous. Oh, sure. Okay, listen. So then she delivers a baby for the local lesbians. And yeah. <laughs> and she, and like, like a, it has, like, the umbilical cord. Right? Yeah, so it's, like, she a does, like, delivery. a somersault delivery, which I looked up and now feel confident that I could do it if I ever needed to. <laughs> like, I know it's oh. absolutely <laughs> – well, it sounded, Don't worry, guys. Rachel can described. deliver a baby. No, no, no. Not my baby. Someone else. The way it was described – well, listen. I'm not saying I can deliver a baby, but if I gain the knowledge how to deliver a baby, I think I could do the somersault thing because it sounded like – just the way it was described sounded like really like it was going to like snap. I don't know. I was like, this doesn't – I couldn't visualize it, so I looked it up. And it's literally just like the baby's coming out and you just like scoop the baby's head up. Like as it's coming out, so that the head stays close to the oh, so that like the legs sort of right, like right. Come so it's out. not like because I was picturing she like turns the baby inside or something. Yeah, that's no, what no. I thought. Just as it's coming out, you like fold because babies are very foldable. Yeah. You know, you just like fold it <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like as it's coming out. Yeah. No, the the turning the baby inside is when the baby's in breach. That that's when they have to like reach inside you and like physically flip the baby. Yeah, and it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. 
And Popeye's like, hmm, what a nifty coincidence that you just happened to be here, Alexis, to deliver you this weren't baby. Planning to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Daniel teaches her how to make a quiche because so Neil like makes her a quiche to try to manipulate her because it's her favorite quiche. Mm-hmm. And then like this begins the thing, the process where Daniel is like teaching her to do all these things that she used to have to rely on Neil for. Like he teaches her how to like clean and how to do laundry and how to make a quiche and like how to fix like electrical stuff and like basic plumbing and like all of that and he doesn't like ever make fun of her for it. she's like wow like neil would always make fun of me for this and he would never like teach me but daniel's just like oh you don't know how to do this you don't know how to peel a potato okay here's how yeah. you peel a potato it's that's like kind of weird but fine <laughs> yeah and it is yeah, it's the constant reinforcement that like yeah alexis doesn't know how to do these like super seemingly basic things but she still does like she has cool and valuable skills and daniel's constantly like yeah okay you don't know how to peel a potato but you know how to fucking save do a somersault thing on a like you know how to deliver a baby like yeah feel like those are kind of cancel each other out <laughs> yeah oh also we get the fun fact that dogs developed um eyebrow muscles to better manipulate us and i did fact check that and that is true Absolutely, um, which makes sense the more expressive the dog the more likely you, yeah. you are to give it him a treat <laughs> yeah exactly more like we like trick them into listen but yeah yeah so she goes back and daniel like brie tells alexa she's like you need to break up with him because you're getting too attached and i'm like i'm like you're very logical brie but also like boo tomato tomato <laughs> i know i know you're right but like boo and then she's like even if the distance and the age gap and the social canyon weren't a thing was it smart to get right into another relationship three months after like what did that say about me that i was codependent that i couldn't be alone maybe i should be alone and that's not ever really explored again but she does think it <laughs> yeah i was like you know i mean Maybe it's not a good thing to be in a relationship, but it also just depends. Yeah, on the it's situation. not like she was like. It's not like she was like out there like I need to be in a relationship just for the sake of it. Yeah, she just, she happens. just like fell in fact, into kind it. of the opposite. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, don't she like actively want to have like you. you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when she has that thought, she was like, I was so determined to like. I was like so like starstruck that like Neil, the chief of surgery, like liked me or whatever that I like ignored all the red flags. When he was Rachel, did you catch that he was mean to the waiter? Like Neil's mean to service mm-hmm. workers, first red flag. <laughs> and but then she's like, but like Daniel, I was so determined like not to like him that I couldn't that like yeah. I'm forced to recognize how great he is <laughs> yeah. because he doesn't have any red flags <laughs> and everybody likes him. Yeah, exactly. And then Daniel tries to take a dick pic. Oh, my God. And, like, Doug, his friend Doug, calls him to hang out. And Daniel's like, sorry, I can't. I'm taking a picture for Alexis. And Doug is, like, immediately, like, hold up. Hold the phone. Don't do anything. He shows up with the ring light. The ring light. He's, like, on the phone with Liz because he's, like, I had to have someone to borrow the ring light from. And I just want to know, like, the fact that we're supposed to believe Daniel isn't on the internet, doesn't use the internet at all, but knows what a ring light is on site. I don't know. Listen. Well, I feel like, like it's pretty so self-explanatory. Yeah, so like, it. He's like, let me guess. You can see your feet in the picture and you're wearing socks. It's like, let's Daniel's like, put the oh. tools in the background. Makes her think of getting nailed. <laughs> and he's like, hold and it. Give us a little bar, vibe, like- that The whole bar is like, good luck, Daniel. <laughs> like- <laughs> No, it turns out to be a really good day because they're like, listen, she's going to share that everywhere. She's going to share it with her friends. Mm-hmm. And then Alexis does it, show no. it to Brie. And Bree's like, God, come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
She has dinner for her parents. She's like with her parents. This is when her dad demands that they try counseling. Oh, yeah. And then she comes up with this plan where she like tells Neil, she's like, listen, you're going to go to counseling by yourself. You're going to lie to my parents and tell them, you're going to pretend like we're going together to get them off my back. Um, And then if you go every week for like four months, then maybe we can consider going together. And, and she's like, you have to go to my therapist. And she's Which like, I give, bold. I'll give my therapist permission to like tell you all the stuff that I've said about you about why we're not together. Like, I just feel like no therapist would do that. Would like agree to that? Maybe they would. I don't know. I well, guess because yeah, because for couples counseling, like sometimes yeah. you do have separate sessions, right? Sure. As part of couple couples counseling, I guess so. Yeah. And this is when Brie is like, has it occurred to you that your dad is just as emotionally abusive as Neil? Like you, that's why you stayed with him because you like learned growing up like that. That that's what like yeah. he needs to do to be loved, and I keep. So is She's the next book? Into- wait, is the next book Brie or no? Yes, yes. I'll let you know when I get my free yeah. copy in the mail. They're yeah. mailing it to me, and they're um, and Brie's like, maybe we should both quit Royoon. Oh, Royoon, the hospital is Royoon. Royoon. Oh, really? That's the one. I had no idea. I had no concept of like how that was spelled. <laughs> Roy. R O Y. R O Y. U N. How's it? U A N N E. R O Y U A N N E. I think. What the fuck? Ryuan? Listen. Oh, maybe the She's A is like, I made up. Maybe the we a. should both quit. What sounds like Ryuan? Listen, Ryuan and walk on. Quit men too. Move <laughs> in and create a YouTube channel where we rate bread and day drink. And I'm like, listen, why not though? Like, yeah. Why maybe not? You should. You You're don't rich. need the money. Yeah. Presumably well, you've paid off all your student no, loans. Reed oh, still Reed has, has student, student loans. Yeah, ostensibly. That's true. Which that's like true. Reed does get her book is about her and one of the new doctors. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's the new chief of surgery. So I guess Neil left. Yeah. Brie is like way too chill about how much special treatment Alexis gets because she's also in emergency medicine. She's like younger. I guess Alexis also has like a PhD. <laughs> That's why she's like a little bit older. Yeah. yeah and Brie because yeah. they were in medical school, med school together. So Neil, with the, with the, with the agreeing to go to surgery, he quote, does the thing where he puts a knuckle on my cheek. <laughs> Yeah, like Edward. Yeah, yeah. So she goes. He back agrees to, to go to yeah. therapy, not surgery. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, so she goes back to the town, and and Daniel gives her a heart shaped rock. Yeah, psh, psh, run away. <laughs> um, Neil or Daniel gives her a heart shaped rock, which I thought mm. was really funny because, like, earlier he's having a conversation with like Doug or something. He's like, "Oh my god, like, like you know, she's like super rich. She's like expects so much more than I can give her." And like mm. Doug or like one of his other friends is like. Well, like sometimes it's not about like whether you give her a diamond or a rock. It's like who's given the rock. And so he gives mm-hmm. her a rock and like she like stares at it. And he's like, oh, no, she hates it. And then she just like bursts into tears. And she's like, this is the best thing I've ever got in my entire life. <laughs> and then the town makes her spaghetti dinner like as a thank you for saving the lesbian couple's baby. Yeah. And like she's like and she's going in with the intention of breaking up with him she's like i have to yeah. break up with him tonight this is when she offers to give him the money for the house and he's like absolutely yeah not. she's like i'll pay for the house and then mm-hmm. in the back of her head she's like it's not a loan it's just i'm gonna give him the money and then i'm gonna run yeah. and you can't pay it back yeah. <laughs> um and they have like a beautiful petal moment where like the cherry blossoms have all blossomed and once again you have the thought where they're like wow it's really early in the like mm-hmm. were these even blooming when we went into the bar mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and they're just like surrounded in petals and we have a scene where she's like have you ever seen anything so beautiful mm-hmm. and then he's like yeah and then he's looking at her instead of yeah. the petals yeah love that yeah so they're walking back from the spaghetti dinner and they see like jake the cop literally throw liz out of the car and she's like injured and this is when like 
yeah, she like takes Liz aside. Liz is like, I can't leave. Like he'll find me. And Alexis is like, it was the first time in my life I was actually scared of seeing police lights. And I'm like, right. Golds. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Abby, you were doing well so far, but I feel like that should have been unpacked. Like even just a sentence yeah. or two when like where she's like, and I recognize that that is a very privileged position for yeah. me. To like I was like, oh, Alexis, <laughs> just just a sentence or two. Yeah, and she's basically like, you. we can't make Liz leave, but, like, we can help her get ready, like, so that when she finally is ready, she'll, like, be able to. And she, like, documents everything, like, all the bruises, and she, like, tells Liz to keep a journal. And then she's going, she's like, all right, I'm going to break up with Daniel. And she's planning on a quick, clean break because they heal mm-hmm. faster. And I'm like, okay, Edward Cullen. Yeah, it's giving Edward. Okay. And you know what? There's a, there's a lot of, the more we're talking about this, there's so many Twilight parallels. Like even just like the age gap, the like wealth versus mm-hmm. poor, like everything is it's, giving it's Twilight. It's giving um, life after death or whatever the fuck. Yes. It's giving yeah. Twilight gender bend vibes. Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> Except yeah. she becomes a human at the end instead of him becoming a vampire. Yeah, I guess. Basically. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Um, and anyway, she's planning to break up with him, but then she's like, oh, I can't do it. Like, I, it has to be his choice. And again, like, this is all very, like, the dynamics that, like, would never work, would never work out in real life. But, like, of course, this is a romance book, so whatever. And he's like, whatever. I, I, I can be fine with being hurt when it ended, like, instead of being hurt now. And they basically have, like, a soft summer together, right? Go tubing down the river. Yeah. <laughs> And so like she, we have a Nadia like, cake slip in. At one yeah, point, she mentioned multiple. someone got a cake from Nadia Cakes. Yeah, with I know no this is the time I wrote it down. Like, I kept waiting. No, yeah, I you're kept just waiting supposed to know. To be, like, yeah, like how that was like you're some just big city cake thing, like far into the town. What Nadia yeah. Cakes is? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I respect it so much. Yeah, because it's not. It, I think it, it was first introduced as like, oh, she brings these like fancy cakes that we never would have like seen or whatever from like the big city. Like, she's used to this, like, high life of, like, fancy cakes and whatnot. To be fair, Abby Jimenez's bio on the back of the book does say she's the founder of Nadia Cakes. So, like, at the very least, the book itself the does provide book. some context. Yeah. Then he says, I love you. Yeah. And she freaks out. She's mm-hmm. like, it all goes. She's like, oh, my God, why would you say that to me? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, we need to break out. We need – like, we're breaking up. Like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And then a random lightning strike pops out of nowhere and knocks down a branch across the driveway mm-hmm. so that she can't get out. Yeah. And then she's like, Daniel, Just like, move, move like, move it. I'm leaving. And then it starts pouring, like, the thunderstorms. The sun shower out. without and clouds. She- yeah. yeah, but like with thunder going, yeah. she's like, oh my God, the fucking I town. Have to go is, inside. Like, the town is and like, you're stops. not. <laughs> yeah, it stops as soon as she gets back inside. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, something else we haven't. So throughout, like dragonflies are another thing in the town. And she's like, oh, somehow yeah. never, she doesn't know what a dragonfly is, which is kind of wild. Hey. Yeah, she's like, what is she that? She doesn't? She's like, yeah. When they first see it at the drive in, she's like, what is that? He's like, it's a dragonfly. Oh. And the dragonfly is like, when, oh. Jake, when Jake, the like abusive cop shows up, like all the dragonflies disappear from the river. Yeah. Whatever. The dragonflies mean change. They're like another That's, like, sign. The thing. Oh, like, interesting. They mean change. So they, yeah. they always like land. You get, you frequently vibes. get like a dragonfly landing me- reference yeah. when like something pivotal is about to happen. So she finally leaves like after the I love. Well, actually, I can't remember. She leaves. They agree basically to like, they're just like, we're going to stick it out for as long as we can like we're gonna make it work yeah once again yeah and she gets the chief position the chief emergency chief emergency and her whole family and gabby jessica show up to like congratulate her and then daniel shows up with flowers and at first i was like how i was like this seems really passive aggressive like he must know this is gonna go well but then he's like i didn't realize that anyone else would be there which is bold 
Well, he he's just, he like, I just didn't think he doesn't about even, it. Well, he doesn't even know that, like, her dad is a doctor. Oh, he does because he looked him up on the History Channel, I guess. But he doesn't know that a Gabby friend. and Jessica work yeah. with her. He doesn't know that her ex, like, yeah. there. He didn't even know that Neil was living in the basement. So, like, all, oh, yeah, all right. this Oh, right. That's, out. like, revealed. And her dad is such an asshole. And Neil, like, weirdly steps in and is like, oh, it's really not like that. Like, like he's like, hi, I'm Neil because, like, the dad won't shake Daniel's hand. And Brie comes – Daniel's, like, in the car. Brie comes out and talks to him. She's – yeah, and Brie's basically like, listen, I'm the only one who matters, and I know all about you. So, like, her family sucks. Like, dial it back a little bit. My, mm-hmm. my dude, this is a misunderstanding. So then he goes to Alexis' house, and I'm really obsessed with how much shade Abby Jimenez throws towards the white and gray, like, minimalist aesthetic. Because, like, that's what Alexis' <laughs> house is. And Daniel goes in and he's like, oh, my God, like, this is horrible. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah! And the woo! only good room is, like, Alexis's, where she's, like, kept all his tokens yeah. or whatever. Where it has color, because <laughs> she yeah. has, like, pink on the, bed, yeah. on the bed. And then they basically, they break up. And Alexis gets really, they both get really depressed. Alexis is, like, so depressed yeah i took my dressing down from dad for the daniel thing with so little emotion that he gave up i was catatonic a zombie and like listen 10 out of 10 can recommend that is well okay not quite catatonic the zombie but like just not showing any emotion when someone's yelling at you i feel like that's been my like i don't know what to call it like i guess trauma response that's been my response since i was a small child and like (laughs) listen i can definitely i can confirm it works very effective (laughs) people just don't know what to do when you just don't when you just the scary stoic, listen. I mean, it's they just give I mean, up it's that when whole, there's no like, bullying response. Like, don't don't respond, and they'll give up. Which like isn't always true when someone's like bullying you. Yeah, but, like, this yeah, is more if someone's like someone's yelling you. Yeah, this is more yeah. like when they're expecting a response when they're like re- trying to reprimand you or like yelling at you for something. If you're just like, uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then just leave, yeah. like right, they just don't know. Listen, there's nothing to feed off of. Even the whole town is sad that Alexis is gone. Like, it's been, it's been raining and, every like, day. cloudy. It's the tourist season. So Alexis is basically just, like, living her life. She's like, I'm never going to have kids. I can't imagine anyone else. Right. Alexis turns bit. into, like, the Duke of Hastings and is like, the line ends with me. Yeah. Yeah. Which she I already ostensibly – like, I was actually surprised that the parents weren't, like, more mad that neither her nor Daniel had had kids by this point. Because, like, they're 37, which, like, is technically – like, it's not – you can still have kids, but it's, like – I'm surprised they're not yeah. more. I guess, I guess that's why they want her to get back with Neil so bad. Like, I guess she was in, like, a long-term relationship up until now. Yeah. Maybe they were. And th- honestly, it. they were probably relying more on Daniel and, like, mm-hmm. Daniel – but Daniel like, wasn't even there as many. I know, but Daniel married. doesn't have 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 as many biological barriers oh, as Alexis would well, to having kids. Maybe I guess, but like male fertility is under talked about. Sure, but. and I guess the parents <laughs> had them in their forties because they literally say at the beginning they're like, our parents had us specifically and solely to carry on the line like they otherwise yeah. wouldn't because the parents are in yeah. their 70s now and they're 37 the dad's in the 80s so, yeah yeah so like, they were like 40 yeah. yeah so anyone they're all very sad um daniel's like i'm gonna leave walk on and they have one last phone call where they both just sob mm-hmm. and daniel has a thought where he's like there's something more final than forever never never is infinite oh. and then he like blocks oh. her because he's like i can't yeah, like i can't like, handle this ever again and he's been selling his pieces. He's like, the higher I price my up, I price my pieces, the more people want them. So he like doesn't have to. He's, he's like, like I don't. He doesn't fuck. have to like run the B and B anymore. He moved into the house. Yeah, he's like, got the house. By the way, like, I'm I don't leaving. Think we mentioned that he. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, house. yeah, yeah. That's just like a side gone thing. I'm surprised she didn't like secretly buy it for him somehow. Like, I don't know how, but like, there's a way. Like the same way that like the cut scene, yeah. the cut like New Moon plot line of like the scholarship fund. Yeah, like there has somehow. to be a rich way. people can make it happen. Yeah, like, if you're rich enough. 
Yes, he could always reject it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Neil so, apologizes. Oh, yeah. Neil's Neil, like, therapy yeah. really helped. Yeah. I wish he hadn't, like, still been trying to get her back. But, yeah, he's basically, like, yeah, I realized, like, I was so shitty. I realized, like, this is because, I like, I saw my dad do this to my mom. And, like, it's not that I didn't love you. It's that I – thought that I had to like keep you insecure so you wouldn't leave me yeah and he's like I did this to my because he's divorced right because he has a kid from a previous marriage so he's like I did this to my other relationship too and yeah I just wish he because he's like he's like she's like well fine what do you want Neil and he's like well I just want you to like possibly not totally hate me and like also maybe consider getting back together so I wish like that last part had been left off I don't know I just would have felt more like closure and like genuine but but also, that's like, because that's the thing. Like, I know that Alexis is like, oh, like, he's being genuine. Like, you uh-huh. know, we get like the narrative confirming. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know whether I believe it. Yeah. Like, you never know. Like, obviously, it's good that she doesn't still get back with him. But yeah. Right. It's like, yeah. Well, A, he's only been in therapy for like not even like a year. And I feel like you just don't unlearn all of that stuff that quickly. Right. And it's, yeah, like, he's, he's manipulative. And like, the whole point of that is that you're good at like making someone feel good and special and seeming authentic and then you like flip the switch and especially like with the same person like I don't know I don't know if this is like actually backed up by like any statistics but it just seems like it would be even harder to not fall back into the same cycle yeah with the same person versus like yeah yeah and then Brie is basically like listen you're really sad um and everyone else seems to be really sad and you're being a real bummer. So I think that you should prioritize yourself and what you want and the things that make you happy. And then Al Alexis is like, oh my God, I do deserve to be happy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's, it was really, I, I came to this conclusion. It was like really interesting for me because even though like she has gotten out of like the abusive relationship with Neil, like she has like processed through that. Like it's almost like her whole life was an abusive relationship and like this like epiphany that she has is like Mm. her finally like getting out of that her like finally realizing like oh I'm allowed to be happy and she's like Derek did it like and she's like I know I recognize why Derek didn't bring Nikki home because like he never would like knew our our parents were gonna be shit and he's like protecting her and I was like how very Prince Harry of Derek Mm. and she decides to save herself she's like they never love me unconditionally so why would i so she goes to the board pitches her scheme which is basically to have daniel run like a remote clinic and have this like new initiative like this is going to be like the whole time she's been like yeah i don't know what my like big initiative will be because always like something always like the head of the family has like an initiative and she's hers is going to be a clinic and walk on because like the big thing is that they have like no medical care like that's why she had to deliver the baby and like all this other stuff like do stitches yeah. and, like Popeye. Basically, have, like, like no Alexis access. is like I'm going to revolutionize the medical system even though it still sucks. I'm going to like put my wealth to work. Like that's like yeah, her it's not character quite, growth. Yeah. Well, yeah. she's opening these clinics and then she's like and we're going to keep opening yeah, more yeah, clinics. Yeah. Right. Like right. You know, it's like the system still sucks, but she's like yeah. trying her best. <laughs> yeah. And then she pitches it at this like big gala and she tells her parents she announces it yeah. yeah and like without telling them the board like agrees to keep a secret which is bold but like i'm surprised yeah. they do that from the well because basically like brie was like how'd you get the board to agree and she was like well i threatened to mm-hmm. leave <laughs> i was like if you still want me working here tomorrow i right. will like right she doesn't do become this. chief of emergency medicine obviously because like that would well, she quits that yeah 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 but she, she still like she, continues yeah. working for the hospital so yeah she does it and like the parents actually end up like clapping like I don't know if that's just for a peer the dad actually is like happy about it but because it brings them it brings the hospital a lot of prestige yeah it makes sense and but like they wouldn't connect that to like 
Lola, yeah. We we get a moment of like character stands up to like shitty family, and normally like I prefer the love interest to deliver this like smackdown monologue, but I do think it's really important that Alexis is the one who is basically like, Dad, you're gonna end up sad and alone. Mom, you need therapy. I'm gonna go up and give my speech. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, I think that's yeah. I don't need to do the love. Yeah, and then, oh, but I I like it when it's the love. You know what? I like that trope. So she's like planning to go to walk on, even if Daniel doesn't contact her again, because she's been trying to call him, but he like blocked her obviously, and even Doug like she's like, well, Doug probably would have told him but like so he obviously yeah. must not want to contact me she and gave daniel Green his number yeah and then speaking of the cinderella references yeah so like she but she got him like a tux or whatever but like he hasn't shown up but he never responded to the gala and then he shows up at the top of the staircase in his cinderella mode like <laughs> daniel is <gasps> and everybody yeah. turns is like oh who's that who's <laughs> that have a little dance hot man <laughs> yeah <laughs> he says i want to stay here forever like in this moment like this is the perfect moment and he's like well I'm not saying I'd like to build a summer home here, but the trees are actually quite lovely. Yeah. No, the the very last line is there. She's like, "Kiss me." I'm paraphrasing the beginning. Kiss mm-hmm. me, and then he's like, right before he kisses her, he says, "As you wish." Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so there's a double yeah. whammy in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As you wish. <laughs> yeah, and then we get the epilogue. They're like, they're in walk on. They had a they're wedding. Cute. Lola came. The dad didn't come, but the mom did come because she's in therapy. And she's like, I'm not gonna lose my kids. She's my shitty they're pregnant. Asshole. Yeah. Daniel got to go on a world like a month long world traveling honeymoon because he never left walk on. Yeah. But like the mom gave him a yeah, present. He learned how to nice. use Uber. <laughs> what we didn't mention is that Liz and Jake broke up, and Jake tried. Jake got like yeah. arrested. Like he, like everyone saw like what he did or whatever, and then. He tries to come to the diner and then Popeye pulls a gun on him in the middle of Main Street <laughs> and Jake files an assault charge, but quote, but nobody, nobody saw, saw anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get like a new pop who like doesn't do anything. He just like sits in front of the diner yeah. like playing. His name is like Marv or something. Or something. Wade. Wade. Yeah. Some, one of those kinds of Yeah, names. the teenager. And I just, I'm obsessed with like this epilogue is from Daniel's perspective and I'm just obsessed with like throughout the whole thing, he can't stop calling her his wife. He's constantly like, yeah, and then my wife did this and my mm. wife did that. And I'm just like, mm, you little so sap. Husband. Yeah. Which is, he's, it's funny because he's like, we have to get married because there's this whole thing where he won't like, he doesn't want to fuck in the house because he's like, this is my grandparents' house. Like, I can't fuck you in my grandparents' bedroom. And she's mm-hmm. like, what? And he's like, "You're, I can't fuck you in my grandparents' bedroom until we're married. So like, <laughs> we have to get married right now. And she's like, well, if, if all right, like you you drive a tough bargain. Yeah. (laughs) When you put it that way. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love this book. I love how you have I feel like she writes capital R romance, which Mm -hmm. I don't see a lot in like contemporaries that are coming out nowadays. Mm -hmm. I think because it's just like rom-coms are so in and you like, you really can't write capital R romance with rom-coms because like they're Mm -hmm. antithetical to each other. You think? Yeah, because rock, to be a rom-com, it has to be mostly funny. So like, yeah, I can have some serious moments, but you have to kind of, they have to by nature be lighter. Whereas this like capital R romance that like makes you feel, I'm not saying a rom-com can't do it. I'm just saying like, I think it's that, that's so difficult to do. But you think she did it? And I think Abby Jimenez does it in her books. Like I always, yeah. I always feel like I've, I've had a warm hug. Yeah. And I always, I'm like, wow, maybe men are worth it <laughs> after I read her books. Hmm. Listen, I would move to a small town in Minnesota if Daniel wanted me to. That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> like, sure. I'd do it. Well, sure. Listen. <laughs> all right, baby Catscale. 
Mm, lots of animals, but like no cat, just dog, dog, goat, pig, everything but honestly. I don't know. I feel like I feel like places like this are either they're either cat places or they're dog places. You know, I feel like this one's a dog. Yeah. Right? Like it's like the yeah. islands in Thailand. It's like either all dogs or either all cats, mostly. You're referencing I've never <laughs> like yeah, like the oh, islands in Thailand. I have a memory you know, of like, you know, telling you this. I don't I just feel like every time I went to a new place in Thailand, <laughs> it's like either they have a high population of cats. Or they have dogs. Like it's either a dog ecosystem or a cat ecosystem. Okay. Yeah. This I get dog vibes from this. From this, and I don't think any. I think both Alexis and Daniel are dogs. Bree feels like a cat to me. Yeah. But the rest of them are dogs. Mm, I could see that. I don't know. I think it's low. I don't really think there's any cat characters to be honest, except for maybe Jessica. But Jessica's an asshole, so I feel like that should be negative. <laughs> okay. Ready. Three, two, two, one, one, four. Nice. Oh, and this was a listener's suggested author. Oh, really? Forgot to mention that. Who suggested it? Just for my own edification. Oh, God, I don't know. I don't write that down. Oh, okay. (laughs) You don't write it down? I write down the suggestions, and I write down the other listener's suggestions, and I color code them in our google sheet that their listener suggestions <laughs> but i don't write down who suggested them <laughs> where allison where can they find us you can find us on instagram tiktok and facebook at we read it with night on twitter at we read it podcast you can visit our etsy store which by the time this episode comes up will probably have some cat things on it and already does and you can find our Redbubble store for we read it one night merch and you can also you can and you will leave us a rating and review listen this whole book was talking about how bad it is for small businesses to leave bad and and no reviews reviews are important so imagine if all those people at daniel's bnb didn't leave him five star reviews that would be like you not leaving us five star reviews <laughs> for this podcast <laughs> wherever Absolutely. you're listening so don't be like jessica and gabby be like alexis who does leave him a five star review <laughs> absolutely all right godspeed comrades godspeed, godspeed.